1: Just in regards to Harness Racing, Chris and I were talking about the Ecker only weeks away and David Fowler will be heading out there again. John Brash might assist in a few of the the Harness events as well. But uh, David Brick sent me a message yesterday and said, yeah, it's all happening. He said the Mini Trotters are going to be at the Ecker this year as well. So heaps of... Um, standard bred racing, the mini trotters. We've got thoroughbreds there, parading, of course, the greyhound representation as well. So good to see Racing Queensland getting involved in, in the Brisbane show, or well, as we know, affectionately, the Ecker something i'm going to do over the coming weeks is head out to albion park and i just want to get an insight into chris barsby i'm sure you're you're interested in regards to where he calls from these days what's the process when he gets to the track and we're going to do some little video pieces with, with chris barsby he doesn't know about it yet but um he can't say no to me good morning chris
0: Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone.
1: You might shut the door on me, but I planned to do that when I was away, Chris. So I want to get out there and just, um, you know, when you arrive at the track and the stairs, just all the the things that we don't see, and and your vantage point and film you're calling a race, and we'll do it in segments and we'll post all that in social. So that's going to happen over the coming weeks. You might want to pick a day.
0: Right, Well, we'll, uh, we'll organise something there. There are a few stairs now, though, Steve, so. Be oh, prepared. so what are you
1: saying? What are you saying? I'll be struggling. Good on you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. But I just thought I'd wait till after the pressure of the carnival and a more relaxed day, and we can go through a few things. That'd be great insight, Chris. So, what are you looking forward to most over the weekend?
0: Um. Probably, there's a number of horses stepping out. There's a couple of nice ones going around at Wagga today. Millwood Bliss steps out. This looks a pretty sharp filly for Brad Hewitt. Of course, he was in the winner's circle last week. Group one glory with his trotter. Does a super job with his team, so I'm keen to watch that filly. And there's a few others across the weekend as well that I'm keen to keep an eye on. I think this meeting tonight over in the West in Gloucester Park is good. I want to watch that last race tonight. I think it comes through fairly late. Uh, 11.52, so well past your bedtime, but... uh, Matty Young gave us a good push for that uh, horse in that final to raise Wave Rider. So I'll be watching a few races across the weekend, and uh, there's some good action coming through from North America as well. Steve, we've got the eliminations of the Hamiltonian and the Hamiltonian Oaks, so some of the best young trotters in North America step out this weekend as well.
1: Who have we got online?
0: Dura Daffy is about to join us on. Oh, he's there Not now. Quite... Where
1: is he? he? Was here a minute. It had to get there yeah. so quick? Where is he? Oh, I got a good he's run with right. the with the lights. I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I reckon you're just outside somewhere. Stop
2: telling fibs. I thought about it, but after I do this, I've got a couple more to do, a couple more shows to do elsewhere, so I thought, no, i better get home. Excellent. Well, thanks for you your own. input this morning, Jared. Chris is going to run
1: through these harness features. Where do we start, oh, oh, Just
2: before, before we yep. go, um, I've already spoken to two people on the way home who gave me a call and said, how good was it to listen to Robbie Frad and Gillian Heinrich, and, and just sitting there, listening to what she went through, but I was looking at her and I thought, something's going on here because she just had this sort of
1: smile on her face and then, of course, she broke the news, uh, got the all clear yesterday. It was just great Mm boon there. And you know what? I sensed something. I was here Magic Minions time and Gillian's so personable and we have a great, uh, well, I believe we have a wonderful rapport and normally I go over and chat to her and I just sensed she was worrying around, she wasn't talking to too many people and she was sort of... You know, not hiding away, but she just didn't want any focus. And, and obviously, she had a lot of stress, unbeknownst to me. Yeah. Explains it now in hindsight, thinking about it. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't yeah. great to see that no, that she news only show. came through in the past 24 hours. It was a good show. Well done on putting that together. Pleasure.
2: Okay. Back All with
0: right. Chris. Yep. Uh, not quite as busy today, uh, Jared, as what we were last week. This time no. last week, there were so many features to look at. It's a, a little bit... Uh, Quieter now that the uh, the carnival has passed. But overall, last week huge success. Uh, turnover a, a big big tick there. So uh, job well done to all involved. And um, you know the the big race. It wasn't the uh, the fairy tale ending that we were hoping for for the constellations with Leap the Fame going under, but uh, Swayze came out on top. I'll ask you the question. I've asked everyone this week if he doesn't have that wheel issue, does he does he get Swayze down in the latter part?
2: I don't know, uh, but I can tell you I've asked everybody that I, that knows anything at all about harness racing, and it's 50-50. Yeah. Some say yeah. Uh, others say no, he couldn't have. Uh, the winner mm. was just going to run too quick. But... Um, uh, it felt a little bit flat when they first went over the line, but, of course, uh, once we delved a little bit deeper, and it all happened pretty quickly, and, gee, I think I've seen that wheel come off about 400 times so far. Uh, that was quite a telling aspect of the race, but, gee, it was good, uh, good vision, and, and um, you know, we were able to get a lot of, lot of different angles on it that showed clearly what happened, but um, it was a great night.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll touch on the Eureka a little bit later. We'll go through some of these uh, weekend features first and foremost, and we'll start with Gloucester Park tonight. They've got the Group Three Winter Cup. It's a fifty thousand dollar open race tonight, and the code break is at two seventy. The Mustang Nine, Prince of Pleasure, three ninety. Babyface Adder at thirteen. Patrona Star three ninety. Cordero he's one of the outsiders, eighty one. Galactic Star five fifty. And My Prayer is the outsider. At one hundred and fifty-one dollars, so the favourite is one. The code breaker, Matty Young, gave us a good push. Thinks he can lead from the inside.
2: It's been around about that mark since prices first went up on Wednesday night. Two seventy briefly touched two eighty this morning, back into two seventy. The one, there's no major move in the market apart from Petronas Star. Chris opened at five dollars, uh, was into three ninety this morning, and remains that way. The, the rest be around or behind those in the market have been fairly stable. So, if you just wanted to point one out, definitely number five, Patrona Star.
0: Okay, Patrona Star tonight for the Winter Cup. angle tomorrow night. They've got the Winter Championship final, uh, and the favourite here is Wave the Bill one hundred sixty. Fear Cruzen seven. Tinder Surprise thirteen. Monte seven fifty. Man from Bravos twenty six. Uh, Constantina at 26, Wave the bill $1.60. Sugar Apple, 11. Lockheel, 21. Scratch Red Reactor. Sir Simon, he's the outsider, 101. Triple Four, 19. All Stars, Frankie at 26. So the favourite, Wave the bill, $1.60.
2: When you see these markets go up and the favourites don't move and, and there's a little bit of early support for one or two behind them in the market, that normally tells me the favourite's right. You know, you might even do worse if you wait too much longer. So dollar sixty open, still a dollar sixty wave the bill. Fear cruising, eight fifty into seven dollars. That'll happen pretty quickly once the market's open on Wednesday, but the money has dried up there. Monte uh, Montalbano uh, has been around about that seven fifty mark and well most of the others have sort of eased out a, a roll or two. So in summary no, no major push for the for the favourite, but there's been nothing major back to boot it if you know what I mean. So uh, six would be the one there. Wave the bill.
0: Okay, uh, down at Ballarat tomorrow night we've got the John Slack Memorial Trotters Cup. This is a Group Three event. This is drawn together a pretty tidy field here. Let us trot three dollars. Well defined at seventy one. Anywhere Hugo fifteen. Uh, majestical Bill thirty four. and Harry eight dollars. Bramlow Prince twenty six. Chinese Whisper favourite two sixty sleepy 320 nephew of sunoco he's at 650 so the favorite here is number seven chinese whisper for andy and Kate Gath 260.
2: Mm. now when the market went up anywhere hugo was 19 it got into 13. It's back out to 15 now. So it wasn't a lot of money and it subsequently dried up. But uh, they want to be with this favourite, Chris, Chinese Whisper. It opened at 3.50. It was into $3 when I had a look at these yesterday afternoon. And this morning reopens at $2.60. The others in the market, there hasn't been any major move against them, but there hasn't been anything for them. So quite clearly that favourite been pretty well back, Chinese Whisper number seven.
0: Okay, so Chinese whisper best back there. We mentioned the Eureka just before. So, has there been a great deal of change following what took place last week? And not only did Leap the Fame go under, Jared Catch a Wave went under, and mm. you know, surprisingly, he went down to his older brother just like Leap the Fame. So, two dollars currently Leap the Fame, but is there a, a great deal of change?
2: It was a rather bizarre night, wasn't it? Um, Particularly more so with uh, Catch a Wave. We know what happened to Leap the Fame, but Catch a Wave was a dollar uh, when beaten by Yam Bucky, and now prior to last night's uh, last Saturday night's racing, Loop to Fame was two dollars. He's still two dollars. Catch was was three fifty. He's out to four. Captain Ravishing, we still don't know. He's unmoved at five dollars. The Lost Storm was at eight dollars, and we've bought him into six and two twenty-five a place. Cobber. Now Cobber's an interesting one, Chris, because obviously it doesn't have a slot at the moment, or not that I'm aware of. It was 26 prior to the meeting getting underway last week. It was a good placing. It's into 21. My ultimate, Ronnie, 12 out to 21, and the rest of 26 or better uh, would speak the truth, uh, who's obviously got a slot one of those $26 chances. So I, the plot sort of thickens because, you know, we just don't know with catch a Wave. We certainly don't know with Captain Ravishing. The lost storm couldn't have been more impressive. I was speaking to one of our traders and I said... Is $6 short enough, given he's going to have that preferential barrier draw, and he came back with, well, he didn't beat anything. But you can only beat who's presented in front of you, Chris, and, and he did it with such emphatic f- uh, fashion. Uh, you know, He's got to be a chance, don't you think?
0: Well, absolutely, and you know he's going to run from the inside gate. The one thing that stood out for the lost storm that I did go back and look at uh, following his victory, his time was a little bit slower than what Leap to Fame recorded when he won the derby last year. So, okay. uh, look, he won by a big space. So if, if there was something there to chase him, he probably would have gone faster, no question. But as you said, you can only beat what's in front of you and he had nothing really pressuring him late. So, uh, But the time was just a little slower than what Leap to Fame recorded, winning the same race 12 months earlier. So, no, he's definitely a chance. And the other one that's going to be interesting is this Perth mare, wonderful to fly. We were keen to get her here to Brisbane for our carnival. Uh, they decided against it. And uh, now we've got to wait and see uh, whether she's going to make the trip. It certainly sounds like it. Matty Young outlined he's the, the brother of Shane Young, trainer driver, of wonderful to fly. So okay. maybe the Singo race is going to be a target race for her. So she could add uh, a different element because she comes across with different form lines and she's got a great record. So she might be an interesting runner.
2: I think the thing with the Singleton C- C- race too is, and obviously I was there when that was announced last week, and we were talking about it after uh, Andrew was on air, um, but it, it sounds like you don't have to win the race to get Singo's uh, yeah. seal of approval that you're in. And the other important aspect of that that is that the, the emergencies will come out of that race as well.
0: Yeah, yeah that, that, that's a, a really key point, that. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the winner, but if something catches his eye, whether it's second, third or fourth, he can easily go with that runner. So it will be interesting to see which way he chooses. Rip's been on the trial circuit in recent times. So that's a, uh, a horse owned by Wayne Loader who's got a slot yeah. in this race. So he's probably looking at him, obviously. But the other one that we know of is Tim's a trooper. There's been some early discussions there. And he's the other one that could come into the mix as well. Tim's a trooper. He's been awesome throughout the Constellation. So it's going to be interesting over the next couple of weeks. Just to so decide. wonderful
2: to fly is eligible to run?
0: Yep. Well,
2: we better get definitely. it put in the market, eh? Because it's not there at the moment.
0: No, she's definitely eligible. So we'll uh, wait okay. and see uh, uh, what price they put her up. And uh, as we, I think it's next Sunday or next Saturday night, I should say, uh, the Tassie slot holder is going to be announced. When they have their race, similar to what Racing Queensland did with the Hayden, they're going to conduct their race. And I think that's scheduled for next Saturday night down there in Tassie. So it'll start to take more shape Uh certainly in the next couple of weeks. The race is fast approaching, so it's September 2, but uh, that picture might become a little clearer after the next week or so. Yeah,
2: okay. All well, it's right. not far away, September 2nd, five weeks. Yep,
0: Yeah, exactly right. So we'll mm. wait and see. But $2 currently for the Queensland Star Leap to Fame to take out that race, $2.1 million. Can you leave us with a good thing for the weekend, Jerry?
2: Well, obviously we can't do a multi because we don't have enough to get a mouldy out of, but um, I think... From what I've seen, the fact that it's shortened up a couple of times, uh, that one at Ballarat tomorrow night, uh, uh, race seven, number seven, Chinese Whisper, that might be the one to throw all of the eggs in the one basket with.
0: Right, that'll do us there. Race seven tomorrow night, Ballarat, what Chinese Whisper. What about you? Can you Whisper? leave us with something? Yep, race five tonight, first leg of the Quaddy, the main quaddy. I'm keen on the chances of Borsellino. He's banging down the door for a victory. He's got a nice trailing draw. This looks a good race for him. So race five, number nine, Borsellino tonight. Price? Uh, let me just tell you what price he is. Uh, of course,
2: when we got these off you two weeks ago, you shot the lights out two from two.
0: Yeah, so we need to uh, continue that form. 240 currently, right now. 240,
2: okay. Yep. All right. That'll do. Let's have a That'll little bubble do. uh, into Chinese Whisper tomorrow night.
0: Sounds good. Appreciate the time, and we'll touch base next week. Thanks, Chris. There's Jared Daffy from TAB joining us. So you can check out all of those prices and much more tab.com.au and you'll be able to find all of those harness racing features. So a lot to look forward to as we now really start to focus on the Eureka now that the other Constellations has been run and won for 2023. So that race fast approaching September 2. Speaking of Albion Park, business as per normal, eight races tonight, 10 races tomorrow night, a really good two-year-old race there tomorrow night. Joining us from the club, the social media manager over there, Edgar Patterson. He's online with us now.
3: Edgar, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are we? How are we? Yeah, very well. You've come through the carnival, well? Yeah, I pulled up not too shabby, actually. Um, and I feel like uh, I'm a bit sort of down buzz because obviously the carnival was so awesome and there was just so much going on. But you know, we we just keep rolling on. Saturday night, we just we just keep back into the racing.
0: To ask the question with no wheel issue does leap to fame run down Swayze
3: oh well I think yeah I'm in a beautiful position to say I'm not sure I don't know no, I don't think we we'll know because um obviously the wheel you just he was he was going real good and obviously he's got that tenacious um sort of will to win uh, leap to fame so you never know if he was going to fight back in that straight because there was a lot of people cheering, and that's for sure. And it was a great battle down that straight. And obviously, with the wheel sort of just coming off, that Swayze got the upper hand. But wow, Lee, what a race it was! Yeah, wow, absolutely. Yeah. So we uh,
0: we look forward to uh, the end of Dominion now. That's going to be your immediate focus because uh, that's going to be here before you know it. Pro- probably four months away now. December one, first round of events so it's going to be on a Friday night. So all lines on the inter-dominion but you've got the triad night coming up only a couple of weeks away so there's no rest for the wicked uh, there's still plenty more to come
3: yeah that's right um tickets aren't available yet for hospitality and stuff for the inter-dominion but i think the uh, best way to approach it is if you become a member um, at the creek you can uh, get access to the, the tickets first that come out so if you're looking to get an early for a Dominion and hospitality packages, you want to visit the Creek website, here along the memberships and and sign up because then you'll get unlock that sort of exclusive um, first round of tickets.
0: Yep. All right. Well, you can keep us updated in the other uh, coming weeks when all that stuff starts to become uh, available. Let's focus on tomorrow night. Ten races. You've poured over the form. What have you found?
3: Yeah, look, it's an interesting sort of meeting. Uh, I am looking forward to that two-year-old. Balboa Rock's got a handy draw again. Probably going to be the odds-on favourite. And um, I'm I'm excited to see how that Cosmic Fly goes because that was an emphatic victory coming from last. I really enjoyed your call for that one, Chris. (laughs) You said goodbye, and uh, that's that's what it did. So, yeah, no, there's uh, plenty of action going on. My best bet is coming up in race number three, though, Beach Villa, I think this horse is one of the fastest um, off the mobile at the creek going at the moment. Um, and he's back on the front row, drawn barrier four. If he leads and wins, yeah, I won't be surprised because his, his runs being locked up on the fence have been pretty superb. That second behind red right hand, he sort of came again on the line. Um, I think he's, he's fit and ready to go.
0: All right, so we'll mark him. Race three, number four, Beach Villa, as your best betty. Certainly in super form, no question about that. So that's nice and early. 6.17 tomorrow night at Albion Park. The first of 10 getting underway there at 5.08. Hey, Edgar, really appreciate the time. We'll see you Trackside later tonight. And, of course, again tomorrow night.
3: Yeah, for sure. I think I've got. I found a moral for tonight as well, if you, if you want to hear okay. that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, race number two, Apollo Dreams. Um, I think this horse just wins, to be honest. It was well backed on open. It's into dollar seventy now, so there's no real value. But I don't know sometimes you can get those little multiplier boosts on the TABs. If you chuck that on, you might get a little bit more of a price. But his third behind Captain Shuttles and Speak the Truth would have, if they were in this race, that'd be a dollar and one cent, wouldn't they? So um, yeah, if Apollo Dreams leads, he will be winning that race. Righto, race two, number two, Apollo Dreams tonight.
0: We'll see you at trackside.
3: Yes, sir. We'll see you then, Chris. Bye the
0: there, There's Edgar Patterson joining us from the Albion Park Harness Racing Club. Darren Clayton joins us again on this Friday morning. He's online with us. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. Good little card tomorrow night. The two-year-old's the most intriguing race on the program. Good money. And as you would expect, uh, it's drawn together a really good field. And many of these are aiming at the triad. And that's only weeks away. So it's going to be a very important race for a number of reasons.
4: Yeah, certainly is, and um, it, it's a really tricky one to uh, to pull apart. There, I, I thought, obviously Balboa Rock um, from inside the second line there and following out Deliro, so you'd expect that he's probably going to get that same trip that he uh, was able to secure winning that APG feature just a few weeks back. Um, but I, I think Deliro can can really run a race here. He was drawn off the second line in that uh, in that final. And he was the only runner that made really good ground over the closing stages wide out. So um, back to a front line draw, he's a gate speed horse, leader Peter on. So um, I think Balboa Rocks will certainly have to earn it much more than he uh, had to there last time out in that APG. Cosmic Flyer, Edgar just mentioned, that was a a really good win in a two-year-old company there on a Friday afternoon Really good sprint. Greenest grass in that race, but gee, he let down nicely and um, he'd raced well against older horses prior to that. That was his first go against his own age. So, um, yeah, looking forward to what he does. And then, of course, you got Riley Rainbow out in Gate 7, resuming from a spell. Um, She's a a high-quality filly, beautifully bred by Art Major out of uh, Argyle Beach. We saw her do uh, plenty of good things at Albion Park and, and win some Uh, plenty of nice races along the way. So um, she's had a a, a really not sharp trial as well in preparation. So Gate 7, she might not be fully wound up just for this assignment tomorrow night, but uh, looking forward to those triad features. She's going to be a major player in the the Phillies division for sure.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I want to just focus on Cosmic Flyer. Uh, I spoke with Adam Richardson yesterday. Uh, He's having a great week. Uh, He got another winner there yesterday. But he gave this guy a really good push. And when you start, you know, delving into the form of this horse a little deeper, it reads very well. Uh, held the lead against older rivals first up, ran good time. And then when he got beaten, it was at Redcliffe. He started off the second row. But he got beaten behind Zoom Party and Millie Francis. Zoom Party steps out tomorrow night at Albion Park. Unbeaten since coming north from New South Wales and being under the care of Ron Sellers. And Millie Francis has bolted in. Uh, since that start so the form line looks really good and there was so much to like about that last start Albion Park victory because he was basically going out the gate and going sideways at the top of the straight and then he just picked them up and dispatched them so easily so he's a really interesting horse this one
4: yeah he sure is and um, Ron Wells his trainer does a great job only ever got a, a couple of horses in his barn and um not often you see him with a young horse. Generally, he mm. sort of takes on some older, tried horses. But um, he's got this guy going really well. And like you mentioned, um, that Zoom, the the run behind Zoom Party. So that was the first time that we'd seen Zoom Party in Queensland since. Uh, first time we'd seen Zoom Party in Queensland. She's come out and won two races since that victory. So um, you know, she steps out in an open mares race tomorrow night, and and we're getting this two year old. Um, it was really i was really taken with how he closed closed that race off once he straightened up and um you know a couple of weeks between runs so you'd expect him to take good improvement and more experience especially with these babies as they sort of start to learn their craft and what they're expected to do so yeah really looking forward to him see him step out in that uh, in that race tomorrow night uh, so obviously it's his biggest test to date but um he's just taking each step as it comes it, before him and really delivering
0: yeah and the other one in that race tomorrow night take a chance i spoke with matty elkins yesterday for weekend winners so that'll be coming up on the rq website later and also on the org website and he gave a really good push for take a chance he, he thought his last start third was super obviously the draw is not kind tomorrow and i drawn out in gate six but he's got a lot of faith in this horse so uh, it'll be interesting to see how he goes in that race as well hasn't put in a bad one yet
4: yeah, no, he's um, sort of first couple of starts, he was sort of out of the money, but I don't think he's missed a, missed a check in probably about five or six starts since. And that last start um, where he went round in the pale-faced Adios, he, he was able to grab third. He was only beaten a half-neck in that race. So, um, you know, he wasn't far away behind Go Colour My World. And, um, you know, he had drawn wider than... Um, you draw in one position wider than Go Colour My World who was able to lead and take a chance that in the 1-1 and yeah he was pretty good to the line so gate 6 is is no um, no luxury there in that race but um, it really is a, a really good quality um, 2 year old race for a Saturday night um, for it not being an, an actual feature race so yeah well mm. done to everyone for, for getting into that event. Yeah it
0: comes through as race 7 tomorrow night 8-11 start time so Look forward to that race. Where do we find your best bet tomorrow
4: night? Yeah, you have to be a little bit more patient than that. It's uh, race nine. Uh, I'm going with horse number seven, Promise Land. She comes out of the Oaks, both Oaks runs. She tackled the Southeast Oaks first up, not too bad an effort, and then second up um, went into the Queensland Oaks where she had drawn barrier four. Um, Was able to land in the the 1-1 trail but just sort of didn't really work out for her. I think she's a, a, a filly that will be much better suited back to the mile. Um, to be fair to some of her opposition there, probably not at the same level as an Oaks race. So I can see her um, just either sitting just off them or even just blazing across the front and getting to getting to the front. Either way, Luke McCarthy wants to play this. I think uh, she should be too good. Race nine horse seven, promised land. Oh.
0: Okay, Promise Land, your best bet. So, race nine, number seven. That's another bonus tomorrow night. Luke McCarthy driving at that uh, meeting. Uh, anything else standing out at this early stage?
4: Yeah, I thought um, I thought in the trot, um, I'm giving this guy another chance. He has proven a little bit costly, but uh, call me trouble at man of the moment. Adam Richardson, as you said, um, I think this guy will be much better suited back to the to the standing start. Importantly, he comes up. a 20 meter tape Um, he tackled the the dja series recently where he was off 20 meters so um, it's a nice little form drop back into this race last week in the group one trotters mobile he's just not suited at the mobile he still hasn't worked out what he's meant to do behind the start car and he got it all wrong Um, the other thing that i like about this race small field um, if he settles back at the rear and comes with that one power boom that he has, he should be able to round them up pretty quickly. Even if it's a mid-race move, he doesn't have that many that he has to get around. So horse, uh, race 10, horse 7, call me trouble.
0: Okay. Are you giving your stable mate a chance there, my ultimate Eddie?
4: Uh, I'll give him a rough chance. I think this is a big step up in grade for him. He does have the benefit that he's off the front tape. He's the only runner off the front tape. He's certainly been much better in recent starts from behind the, the standing start uh, setup, but um, prior to his last couple of starts, he just had no idea behind the tapes. But he's starting to put it together, and he, he does trot really good. Brett is a pacer. He's by Art Major, out of a, a former handy pacing mare in Laura Megan. But um, you know he's he was able to get that victory there mid week. Um, Coming off the 30 metres, big step up in class from that race to this one. But he's certainly on the upward trajectory. He's placed in four of his past uh, five starts leading into that win there on Tuesday. So give him a sneaky knockout hope if he's able to step and get the right position. But, yeah, just think it might be uh, this race might have come up a little bit too soon for him.
0: Okay. well, that's the final race on the card tomorrow night. The dashboard, is that now available?
4: Yeah, the dashboard is up and going. Um thought it was an even card a, a, across the entire night in terms of drivers and finding, you know, uh, so um, driver to follow tomorrow night is Talia McMullen, and um, I thought she's just got a couple of nice drives that uh, could certainly get the cash, red right hands one, he's absolutely flying, draws the front line, hasn't had a, a front line draw um, for many of his Queensland starts, so that'll be interesting there, she's got B-Max C who loves a, a fence trip which he will get, uh, what a roller, I gave him a good hope in his race, um, comes out of the JC McMullen where he got the passing lane run from gate one, similar scenario sets up here. She's got Splash and Dash in the two-year-old. What a journey. And Scruffy Doolan in the last, if you look at his numbers, they're, they're pretty ordinary uh, visual, his numbers in recent starts. But um, I think he's one that we can look beyond those actual numbers. He's going a little bit better than they suggest. And he finds a race that he can certainly bob up in, in that trot. So um, she's our driver to follow to Nora Knight, to Leah McMullen. Early Quaddy, quaddy uh, best exotic race. In, if you're playing the exotics, I thought came up in race number seven, and that's that two-year-old race. We've got Balboa Rock and Delhi Row. I think if you stand those out, one two, one two, and then um, put your put your others in for third, maybe even throwing Cosmic Fly for a sneaky second as well. Um, I think we'll go pretty close to getting the, the trifectas and first fours in that race, exact as Quinella's.
0: All right. Well, that's the dashboard up and running with the RQ website. Uh, just um, you know, give me your thoughts on this first race. I'm sort of fascinated by this. this is the, the the main open class race of the uh, the card tomorrow night? Northview Hustler drawn one. Mister McLaren five. Who who do you have leading this race?
4: Yeah, I've got Mister McLaren leading. Um, I'm I'm heavily in in the camp of Mister McLaren again. I was keen on his chances in the um, the other week in the, during the carnival. Um, and he was able to deliver. His last half over the 2100 in that race was super. Northview Hustler going as good as anything. This horse, again, um, his numbers just aren't reflecting what's sort of happening to him in the races. His efforts have been really good. I think uh, he can just take a, a little sneaky trail here. I think Mr McLaren can work across to the front, and Northview Hustler Will be there ready to, to take that closing shot on him. I've got Mr. McLaren in front, leading and leading all the way. But uh, don't don't discount the hustler. He'll be he'll be right there, giving it absolutely everything.
0: Right. Well, that's race one. The other race, race two. Are you Red Right Hand or Classy Washington?
4: Yeah, this was a flip of the coin one for me, Chris. It could go either way. Um, Like I said, red right hand, he was really good in a qualifier last time out. Just sat back and came with that one booming sprint. Um, He was wide the start prior to that. This is his first front line gate for a while as I, I mentioned earlier. I think that puts him in, so it's a bit hard to work out how much early speed he does really have because we've seen him coming from back in the pack. So that just poses a bit of a question. Classy Washington, Um, he's just he's always thereabouts and super consistent Uh, I I think he can I've got him on top but like I say it comes down to a flip of the coin and who gets the better run in transit I think as to who wins that race so um, you can take that either way and um, just back to race one if you're you're someone looking at form and and following form races will maybe give our action man a chance he's the last horse to have defeated Swayze
0: Oh, there you go. There you go. Mm. How far did we have to go back for that?
4: Uh, Six starts. With that Redcliffe run, our action man was the winner.
0: Okay, there you go. There you go. All right, we'll put a little circle against him. Uh, Speaking of weekend winners, Matt Elkins, Angus Garrard, uh, they're going to feature in this week's edition of Weekend Winners. So if you're keen on any of their chances and you want to hear what they've got to say, they will be coming up on the uh, harness.org website a little later today. So that's Albion Park tomorrow night. Ten races, good program as well. Darren's best bet comes up in race nine. It's number seven, Promised Land. So it's a huge class drop, dropping out of the Group 1 Queensland Oaks last week, won by Talk Like Motion. She's up against the Older Mare. She's got to overcome Gate 7, but that's Darren's best bet. Race nine, number seven. Hey, we've got some Queensland interest at Menangle tomorrow night. I spoke with Ben Battle yesterday. Bonnie Prince-Louis goes around in the first. Carla Jane, this is set to be her final start by the sound of it as well she's going around in race number three and then on tuesday shannon price has got a few runners stepping out in sydney at menangle Uh, we've got heats of that nutrient series down there so sure thing captain he's engaged in race number three uh he he just had no luck with barrier draws and all of those derby features throughout the carnival and forceful the two-year-old from the price stable also steps out so that's going to be worth uh, noting to see how some of these Queenslanders perform tomorrow night and again on Tuesday.
4: Yeah, it certainly is. Um, Bonnie Prince-Louis who was a winner at Newcastle last week and, um, yeah, he's he's certainly... a. Uh, in with a chance in that opening race there at Menangle and uh, probably start from gate two if the emergency's not required so um, he'll be right in the thick of it. Carla Jane, well we know what she's like. Those two year old nutrient sales, that'll be a, an interesting watch on them and the other thing that uh, certainly to factor in when you um, you look if you're looking interstate is the amount of horses that have raced up here in Queensland and um, you know people saying how Queensland form stacks up will. I think you'll see it stacking up at Menangle and further south down into Victoria over the coming weeks with some of these visitors that have gone and um, have been up here campaigning. They're back to their home states and yeah, keep an eye on that Queensland form and uh, quite a few of the of horses that were in the Grant Dixon stable. Um, they've also returned to New South Wales. so. Keep an eye on them. We've already seen a couple of winners during the week that uh, Grant Chained and Robbie Morris gone back to New South Wales are bobbing up in the winner's circle already. So keep an eye on that Queensland form. It stacks right up.
0: Yep, no doubt about that. We've got Marburg coming through on Sunday as well. Eight races there. Looks like it's a fairly... Fairly tough program. There's no real standouts, just uh, looking ahead. So we'll uh, we'll watch with interest there. Action there at uh, Marburg on Sunday, kicking off just afternoon. I think it's 12, 12 the first race. So plenty coming up. Albion Park tonight, eight races, 10 tomorrow night, our Metro card, Marburg coming through on Sunday. Hey, Darren, appreciate the time this morning. We'll touch base again next week.
4: Yeah, no worries. Looking forward to it, Chris. Have a great weekend and good calling.